Welcome to the So To Speak podcast. My name is John Beadle. I'm your host. The purpose of So To Speak is to resource individuals with the tools necessary to rightly interpret the world so they can also rightly interpret themselves. Another purpose is to simply have conversations in public, which we're going to try to do today. On the podcast, I will be interviewing a man named Kevin Sherman. Kevin has his own blog called As You Think and has a pretty unique story as to how he got where he is now. He's a father and a grandfather, and a friend of mine. I'm very excited to have him on the podcast. Hope you enjoy it. All right, Kevin. So you have a website, right, called As You Think. Is it .org? Yes, as nice. you think, .org. Nice. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what made you want to start this website? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> well, I, I kind of began a journey about three, three and a half years ago. Um, I had, uh, it actually came about, accidentally if you want to call it that way I don't believe it was accidentally but anyway I'd overheard some friends of mine talking about uh, this lady named Dr. Caroline Leaf Mm -hmm. who uh, is a neuroscientist and she has developed this method uh, basically detoxing your brain Mm -hmm. okay and uh, and based on the fact that that we as human beings have, have been given this ability to actually affect and change mm. the the pathways in our brain and and uh, basically giving us the ability to get rid of toxic thoughts, or toxic thinking, yeah. and replace it with healthy yeah. thoughts, healthy thinking. Mm. So, uh, so thinking actually impacts our physical makeup. Is that what she's saying? It can. Yes, really? that is part okay. of it. It can affect our physical makeup and and and. Uh, Basically, everything we do is affected by our thinking. Right. Okay. You know, yeah, every, totally. decisions we make, um, opinions we form, um, prejudices we may have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all of this, our relationships, everything okay. in life is 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 affected by by this, by the way we think. Mm-hmm. You know, which starts yeah. in our brain, of course. Sure. You and know? you you participated in something with. Caroline Leaf, you did something. She had yes, a book, absolutely. And then, yes, what was that? Yes, and uh, it, it's it's funny because I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not one of these, uh, or, or I try not to be a, what I call a formulaic Christian, where everything oh, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, you know, seven steps to this, ten steps to that, type of thing, where where it becomes so so formula based, you know, that that that. It, it almost goes too much over on the scientific side and not the relational side. Mm. So, but for me, uh, what I did basically was was I had read this book by her called Switch on Your Brain, and she and she and it's really she approaches most of it from the scientific uh, standpoint of of how how we can actually we can actually capture a toxic thought. You know, in other words, identify a toxic thought, mm. capture it, and then focus on on uh, destroying that toxic thought and replacing it with a healthy with a healthy thought. Yeah. So, uh, what it is 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 uh, oh, you've probably heard before that that uh, it takes 21 days to, to uh, form a new habit, uh-huh. and so there's actually some there's actually something to that. And so okay. what she had done was develop this 21-day brain detox where you identify a toxic thought and then you begin replacing it with a healthy thought. Hmm. And it could, be, it could be anything. 
I mean, it could be it could be something that it may be affecting you physically. It could be something that affecting you, your relationships, wow. or the way you think, or like I said, prejudices and stuff like this. How did so how did you how did you identify the the toxic thought? Okay, well here's here's uh, here's what I did. I, and I would get up. What I would do is is, is I would get up early in the morning, and uh, <clears throat> and I've always for gosh for. 30 some odd years I've I've had a practice of getting up early and, and just have a some people would call it a devotional time uh, yeah or a devotional time quiet time prayer time whatever yeah. however you want to call that and and so what I would do is is I would just simply get quiet and I would ask I would ask the Holy Spirit to to show me what thought what toxic thought and trust me we all have a toxic thought at least one mm-hmm. most of us have more than one toxic thought that, right. That kind of has influence sure. in our life and influences what we do and everything. And so, I, I asked the Holy Spirit to 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 identify what the most prevalent toxic thought I had at the time was, and then what I should do about it, mm-hmm. how I should go about replacing it. Yeah. And so, anyway, it would it would come to me. I, I would it, I would see it, you know, and see it in my mind or. Yeah. or it and, and so then I would then I would say okay what do you want to replace this thought with yeah what healthy thought then do you and, have the toxic do you, do you want to share what the toxic thought was like what that first one was oh sure I can uh, in fact uh, this, uh, this little book here <laughs> okay and and this was uh, this was a uh, I have actually three or four of these now but it, it's it's one I would write down what yeah. these so the first one the very first one that I dealt with when I started doing this was what I would call uh, it was like the fear of man slash comparing myself to others. Mm, it's okay. Compare so comparison, self comparison, right? Yeah. Compar- where you where you compare yourself to other people, and you know, and and so uh, you know, an, an example of that would be well. Um, if I'm ever going to really be somebody, I'm going to have to be like that person. Yeah. Or, yeah. or looking at other people saying, well, if I only had what he had, or if I was only as good as he has at this, or, or right. all this other stuff. Right. And, and so, uh, so I, I, anyway, that was a thought, that was a toxic thought that I had developed actually ever since childhood, mm. growing up as a child. You know, and it, those things come from, from your family life, Sure. Come from all different influences, you know, things that things that are said to us, all of this stuff. So anyway, I had developed this, and it was a way of thinking. Is what it was. It yeah. was, it was a way of thinking. It was an unhealthy cycle of, of thinking. And yeah. so, uh, so, I, so I'm like, okay. So what do I replace this with? You know, when this is what, and this is what came to me. And it was a scripture out of Psalm 139, mm-hmm. where he says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are all your works, and that my soul knows very well. Yeah. And so, what, you know, and, and this, and understand, you know, some people would think, well, this sounds a whole lot like the power of positive thinking. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you, like, how is this different than that? Said, yeah. And, well, and, and, it, and there are some similarities, because actually, well, obviously, there is some, there is some, some benefit to sure, that, sure. the positive thinking. I oh, mean, we yeah. don't want to we don't want to be dominated by negative thinking. No, of know? course not. And so, what? And so, anyway, uh, 
So what I started doing was for the next 21 days, I, at, at different times during the day, whatever, I would tell myself, I was, Kevin, you're marvelous. I'm marvelous. Now that sounds like an egotistical thing if you don't understand where <laughs> I'm coming from, but it's actually scripturally based. Okay. Because yeah. it, it, he says, "I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are all your works." Well, I'm one of his works. Okay. He created me in his image. He said, "I'm wonderfully made, fearfully and wonderfully made." So there's yeah. something wonderful about me. There's something unique about me. Sure. And 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 so. I, I, so I began to replace that toxic thought with with this, and so, and I began to notice that after actually not even not even at the 21 day mark, probably halfway through it, I actually noticed some of my thinking starting to change about this. Really? Okay. You know, and it's not it it, it it's not a puffed up thing, not a sure. prideful thing sure. where where you know I'm somebody and you're not type mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. but but it's yeah it we can't we can't have a positive effect on other people if we are are so full of toxic yeah. thinking ourselves yeah that yeah that we're tearing ourselves down all the time i think that's a really big a really good point you, you know? make because i think like a lot of what we're about is trying to get people to say hey before you want to change the world like look at yourself Exactly. Take it. Take a moral inventory of your own life yeah. before yeah. you try to take an inventory of the world. And often, if we don't first look at ourselves and try to ref- and and take a step back into a more reflective kind of mode of being, like we will often wrongly interpret the world. And when we wrongly interpret right. the world and we have such certainty about that interpretation, yeah. uh, it can lead to a lot of chaos, can lead to a lot of pain and, su- and add on to the suffering that already is what feels like life, you know. Um, but you have a sort of interesting kind of a story about how you used to be with that toxic thinking mm-hmm. that you were mentioning before we were doing the recording. So I wanted you to go into that because I thought it was really interesting too. Okay, um, <laughs> you, I, you lean, you're leaning back when you're saying that. <laughs> like you're, how much time do you have? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I with, with me, you know, I actually began, you know, part of this journey, and and really, it can go back and look over several different toxic thoughts I had and, and cycles that sure. I, that I went through of this, but but uh, um, I, I, you know. I've always been kind of had this thinking of, of of I've already I've already got this figured out this this and, and it could be any any you name the subject you know or whatever and and so you begin to make judgments mm-hmm. based on those things you may you you look at certain people and you make a judgment about that person yeah. and you say oh well I already know where you're coming from yeah you're you're in this camp. Yeah. You know, you're one of these. Yeah. You're you're in this group, you're in that group. And so and it's funny because you when when you start thinking when you realize that you've been thinking that way, you realize, "Well, hey, I was in a group too." <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it was it was the judgmental group. It was the Okay. It was the the, the group that thought I had you all figured out. Right. But right. You know, and and so one of the things, uh, one of my recent blogs I wrote was about being circumspect. Okay. Define and, circumspect. Okay. Circumspect means that that you look, you look at all sides of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 
sure. circum, you know, circumference, where we get the word circumference from, so around, sure. you know, and then circumspect, you think of the word perspective. Oh, yeah, okay? like that. So, so um, we make judgments about people, we make judgments about groups of people or anything else without having looked at everything. Yeah. You know? Sure, sure. And so sure. And so now it's 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 funny because this whole process I've been through is actually is actually created more compassion in me mm -hmm. for people. More mm -hmm. mercy. I have more mercy for people. Yeah. Because I understand, you know what, that guy is broken just like me. He's yeah. he's a he's a broken human being. Sure. Because he's got issues, he's got things that that probably toxic thinking that he's never even identified, doesn't even know is there, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 so uh, it, yeah. it 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 causes us to, if if we look at it that way, you know, and if here's the thing, you know, there, if you're familiar with scripture, you know, there's a scripture in Second Corinthians that says we take every thought captive. Yeah. Yeah, you know, definitely. So, and and then we bring. It's it not in. a small thing. It's not a small <laughs> thinking thing. Thinking is not like I think. I think you're right. We take we take thoughts for granted in a lot of ways, right? We think take right. thoughts. It's almost like they're very much a part of us, but then somehow like not a part of us, like a movie or something, like that kind of plays out, like a recording or like, you know, like something we're listening to. Yeah. That's not really impacting our lives. But I think what you're saying, I hear you saying, is that no, no, no. It not only impacts your life the way you think, but like how you see the whole world is being determined by the pathways you've built in your own mind, your mm -hmm. brain, your actual brain, yeah. um, to it that has already figured out how to interpret the world based on the kind of things that you consume, the content you consume, whether it be like scripture or uh, the news or TV or whatever, right, right, right. The things that we train our brains to think that are okay and that this is the way the world is, in fact, really, quite literally teach us how to interact with the world, while not necessarily having any kind of bearing on truth of the world or what's actually happening in the world. And that's yeah. sort of the the tension is figuring out. And I love what you're saying is you're saying like, okay. I, a more right view of the world would be I have compassion on people who don't think like I do and uh, but it, you're saying that but there's still like things that can bear out in real life that right. are not okay that don't are not in line with the way things are in the world I mentioned this on a podcast earlier where I was talking about these mass shooters mm -hmm. and I was trying to understand because there's been a lot of stuff on the news about all the reform that needs to happen and a lot of these high school students are coming out and they're saying our literally quite literally the verbatim our parents have failed us therefore we have stepped into place and we want to see all xyz happen and, and yeah. this governmental stuff take place and uh, i thought well that's really interesting um because i want to go back into the psyche of a mass shooter maybe we could start there maybe mm -hmm. and uh, one of the things that I was watching a movie called Wind River, and in the movie, that one of the characters is is on drugs. He's a mess, right? And he comes from a good family, but he's still a mess. And Jeremy Renner's character is like, you had it all. You could have done like you had college, you had military. You chose to do this with your life. And his response to the Jeremy Renner's character is to say, you know, at one point I just wanted to put my arms around the throat of the world, like, or not, not that. He says I wanted just to fight the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, and Renner's, and he, he asked me, didn't you ever feel that way too? Because Renner's character has experienced great loss, a great injustice in his own life. 
And he goes, yeah, of course I felt that way, but I chose to fight the feeling instead. Now, I would substitute feeling with thinking or whatever. Fight the feeling, fight the thinking instead because, and he says, because I figured in the end the world would win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's this idea that, you know, you're... You're not denying that real life happens, right? Right. Well, here, you know what? Here's 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 one of the greatest things that I took away from this whole this whole journey. And Dr. Leaf even mentions this several times. You, if you ever watch her on YouTube or anything, you'll you'll see she brings yeah. this up over and over. Is it is that I cannot control mm-hmm. the circumstances that happen to be in my life, but I can control my reaction to those circumstances or to those things. Yeah. And that circumstance could be people. It could be sure. something happens to me, something devastating happens, uh, somebody says something, I hear somebody say something, I see a mass shooting, I, uh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever these things are. I can't control, I cannot control those things, but I can control my reaction to them. And then when you start to think that way, then you, then, then, then you step back and you say, wait a minute, has my reaction always been what's profitable, mm, mm, what's, mm. what's going to benefit and, and actually be a help to yeah. the situation yeah. and even a help to myself. Yeah. Out loud, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and so, and so if, if, it, if nothing else, it's maybe keep my mouth shut a lot more, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily, you know, just completely keep my mouth shut, but wait a minute, think, how about thinking before you talk about something right? or, or right. actually thinking something right. through you know, and okay, wait a minute now. Is my thinking on this uh, is is it yeah. right? Is it is it you know? It, yes. It, it, am I thinking from yeah. a place of compassion? Am I thinking from a place of, of? It's funny when we talk about bringing thoughts into captive. That scripture says to the obedience of Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So, can I submit this thought to Him? And mm-hmm. what's He going to say about it? Right. If I lay it at His feet. Yeah. What if, and that's basically what I'm doing with these toxic thoughts is I'm taking them, I'm laying them at his feet. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm mm-hmm. submitting this to you. What do you think about it? Yeah. You know? That's good. And if we honestly do that, if we honestly do that, yeah. then we really see a change in our thinking. That's good. Well, that's so great. Um, I, it reminds me of um, Victor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Did you ever read that? I don't, man, I highly recommend it to, those, to anybody who's listening. And it's a book written by a Jewish guy, Viktor Frankl, uh-huh. who was actually in the Holocaust, was in a death camp, and survived. And one of the things that he talks about is very similar. He, he had the realization in the process of, of all that suffering that he could not, he would, he would let go of the control issue. I want to control the elements of the world, all the things that are happening. Yeah. Only thing I control is the way I respond to the world. And he talks about how you know, we hear a lot of these stories about these Jewish people, like, I mean, really suffering and, and, and losing their faith. And uh, you could say that the, a large reason why that there's such a long, like a, a history now that has developed of Jewish atheism, it all stems from post-Holocaust Jewish theology. But wow. anyway, yeah. there's a huge, the huge swing towards the atheist direction while retaining the nationalistic Jewish identity right. or whatever um, because of the Holocaust. But Frankel asserts that actually, that there was also a like religious revolution in the camps at the time. That there was a, a religious revival of sorts, where people were actually um, experiencing God and experiencing their uh, their transformation of their mind on a, on a whole new level. And it had to do with the people who actually 
decided to make that to literally just to agree with what you just said which is yeah. I can't control the situation but I can control how I respond to it and um, it totally transformed the way that Frankel saw the world to the point where I mean he was I think he had he holds the record for like the most amount of suicidal patients who chose not to commit suicide I wow. mean like rescued from the depths of their own despair and yeah. and the whole thing I mean and to, to simply just agree with that that you know what life is what it is it is like P- Peterson says suffering it is hard it is difficult it is chaotic it is a lot of it is 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 just nuts but I can't control all of those things what I can't control is myself and um, as a Christian you're saying I go the I go the distance because it's not just about submitting yourself to truth you submit it to to as you said Christ right sure uh, which I agree with because I'm a Christian as well, and so uh, we t- we take it to the next, it, 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 we take that next step, yeah. right for us. Um, but it doesn't mean that people can't at least hold on to the truth, the meat of what you said, no matter where they come from, they can totally hold on to that. Oh, sure, so, absolutely. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like that, yeah. that's really good, and um, and it's all connected in that way, really interesting way. So thanks for being on the podcast. Huh? You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the podcast, so to speak. Once again, the website for Kevin is www.asyouthink.org. Also find us on Facebook, and don't forget that we have our first event this Friday at 7 p.m. Hope to see you there. Have a great day.